With us today is Ron L. Richards, a lifelong entrepreneur based in Atlanta, Georgia. He is someone else who's trying to change the narrative of what being an entrepreneur is all about. We talk about his journey of failures, which have led to his success. Ron L. touches on the importance of having a coach or mentor who has the experience to bring you the value needed to achieve your goals. We also dig into what he calls entrepreneur porn. You're going to love his perspective there. What's up, peeps? Welcome to another amazing episode of Five Questions with Frank. And today, I got the man himself, Ron L. Richards, who is on a mission to develop the next generation of great entrepreneurs. He's one guy I can truly relate to and have so much respect for as a fellow entrepreneur because he's not afraid to talk about the dark side of entrepreneurship and what he calls entrepreneur porn. He's someone who truly cares about helping businesses, sales teams, and individuals reach the highest levels of success possible and proves it every day. With over 20 years as a successful entrepreneur and sales leader, he's a student teacher and a player coach. Plus, he knows the importance of making sure your mind and your body are always running in tip-top shape. To everyone tuning in, I'm extremely excited to welcome the man who keeps it real at all times, Ron L. Richards. Thanks for being here. What's up, man? So excited, dude. Like when, when you when you when you offered me the opportunity to come on this, I'm like, God, I can't wait. I'm ready to go. Five questions with Frank. Let's do it. All right, man. <laughs> All right. So before we get into the question piece, I'd really love uh, for anyone tuning in who might not know who you are, just to give a peek into a day in the life, a little bit of context about Ronnell Richards and, and, and who you really are, what you stand for. Yeah. So you know, I'm kind of, I'm on a mission, right? As you mentioned, as you alluded to, I'm on a mission. I'm an evangelist, Frank. I'm on a mission to change the way that we go about entrepreneurship. Um, I, I've, I've got a 24-year career now in sales and entrepreneurship, and I've grown a few companies. And where I'm at at this stage in my career and my life is I'm out there doing a lot of consulting and coaching for entrepreneurs and sales, sales leaders out there. We've got a few different platforms where we evangelize from. Uh, but at the end of the day, for me, it's about changing some of these narratives, man, and really helping set people up for success. I've been fortunate enough to have some pretty good success in entrepreneurship. And we're in this great time period where there's so many just fantastic entrepreneurs out there and there's great entrepreneurial energy. But I feel like we're going in the wrong direction with that, right? So I'm on this mission to help people to be successful, get out of their own way so that they can win in this game. Cause it is not something for the faint of heart. <laughs> you and I know that. Oh yes, I know. And, and we, we, we talk about, it. I know you talk about it a lot. Um, and yeah, it's, it, you're right. It's not going in the right direction, which is a little bit scary, but I think, you know, people tuning in and people who, who will be able to sustain uh, and, and exist for long periods of time, we'll, we'll see that. They'll, they'll eventually see that whether they see it now or not. I think that the, the journey, if they're really committed to it, they'll, they'll find out one way or another. So you're right about that. Um, so, so, so tell us how you got started. So I know that you said 24, you know, plus years, yeah. you know, that's, that's a while, uh, especially to be doing something and be successful. Um, yeah. but, but I'm sure it wasn't always like that. So, so just give us a glimpse into the journey of Ron L. Richards and how you got to where you are today. Well, 24 years. So at the age of 10, I started my professional sales career. There you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, I, <clears throat> my story is not that, and I think one of the reasons why, Frank, a lot of people resonate 
with my message is that I'm not that much unlike everyone else, right? Um, I didn't have any, my, my and this is something when, when, I'm, when I'm doing speaking engagements, I like to, to share with people like, it, I'm not extraordinary, right? I'm not extraordinary in the sense that I didn't overcome childhood cancer. I didn't have some, some crazy things to get over. I just had to deal with the same shit that everyone does, right? We all deal with that same shit that we have to overcome. So I started my career, um, again, 24 years ago in retail sales, right? And um, where I think that, and, and I'm, I'm a bit biased, but I think it builds really great salespeople because you learn how to create relationships. You know how to forge relationships and, and do that very, very quickly. So I started in retail jewelry, went into the corporate world. Um, it's a weird story. And someday we'll talk about <laughs> went into the corporate world, the telecom world uh, after that had some pretty good success, but I was always wanting to, to be a full-time entrepreneur. And I always had my, my kind of my big toe stuck in there because, you know, I, I was raised in a household, an entrepreneur household. Like my parents were entrepreneurs. I always worked in their businesses and I always had what we would call a side hustle. Now we didn't call them side hustles back then, but I always had something else that I was involved in. So about 20 years ago, almost 20 years, almost in 20 years, um, I went into full-time entrepreneurship and started my first, my first business, which was a uh, diamond wholesale business because I wasn't very familiar with that business. Started a diamond wholesale business, ended up um, creating a pretty successful telecom sales and marketing agency, created three of those companies and um, seen the ups and downs, man the ups and downs. So had some success, had some, had way more failures than successes. <laughs> However, those failures is what you build. You build those up and those lead to your successes. And you know, that, that is really kind of the basis and the, the foundation of, of who I am and what I'm about today. And when, when it comes to educating um, new entrepreneur startups you know, through my company, Ron L. Richards LLC, and doing the sales coaching and training that we do through Span the Chasm. It's really fueled by that, my life experience and seeing all those ups and downs. I think we're at a point, Frank, where there's a lot of romanticizing entrepreneurship. There is a lot of uh, imagery out there that really kind of prepares people for failure, in my opinion, right? Because we don't fully understand what it is that we're about to get into. So when, whether it's coaching, whether it's the speaking, whether it's the content that I do, I really try to bring focus on getting people, I want, you to, I want you to stay hopeful. I want you to stay encouraged. I want you to stay inspired, but I want you to keep one foot on solid ground to understand exactly what it is that you're about to get into. Because if you don't, you won't be able to succeed. If we're living in fantasy world, if we don't understand the real obstacles that are gonna be in front of us that we have to overcome, we won't know how to deal with those. We won't see them coming and we'll fail. Here's the one thing about entrepreneurship is that window small. That window is, for success is small. There's a reason why most fell within that two to five year gap because we don't have a lot of resources. We don't have a lot of time to make a ton of mistakes. So I feel that if I can help to educate my clients, if I can help to educate, to, to help evangelize to all you guys out there to share my experience and share the experiences of other you know, great entrepreneurs like yourself that have been through it, We'll help you to kind of navigate those things so that you don't have to go. It's just like parents, right? It's like our, like your dad. 
<laughs> I'm your entrepreneurial dad. <laughs> like, listen, I want you to learn from my example so you don't have to go through the same thing that I went through. Um, yeah, so that, that, that's, that's a little bit about the journey. Uh, I'm, I'm also on a mission to be, I'm not Jamaican, but I'm on a mission to be Jamaican. So I, so I have, we have four companies that I'm currently involved in on a daily basis that I either oversee or have some direct engagement in. It's because I look at my business interests like investments, right? Like an investment portfolio, right? So break your investment portfolio right now. It's diverse. You're not investing just in one thing. I don't want one thing to control my income. I've been there and that is not something that I want to do anymore. So um, I've been fortunate and blessed enough to have, you know, to, to have some different, some really great opportunities put in front of me and, and, and the, the talent to kind of pursue some of these things. So yeah, I, that's why it's when you asked me prior to this, hey, you know, how do we, <laughs> what is it, what is everything that you do? Well, I do a few different things, but there, it's, it's by design and it's, it's for a reason I'm very intentional in, in those things that I do. And I focus on the things that I am qualified to do and that I know that I can do at a high level. Awesome. And, and so you said something that really kind of, as, as soon as you said it stuck in my head, because I feel like it's really where a lot of value comes in, especially for someone who's in that freelancer stage or that side hustle stage, or just, you know, that, you know, I just pulled the trigger and I want to go down the journey of entrepreneurship is there's so much value in saying, I got 24 years doing this, like, and, and here's where I failed. So don't do this because you're going to hit this and, and you can avoid this. If you listen to some insight by what you say. I feel like there's, like, if I can go back right now and rewind, you know, and I've been doing this about 15 years. If I can go back and rewind and say, Hey, um, I, I messed up here. I messed up there. I mean, there's a lot of value in knowing that I learned through failure. So it was okay. I accept it. And I'm like, all right, don't do that again. But to have guidance or have a mentor, or have someone, you know, the entrepreneur dad, that is, there's so much value in that because don't make these mistakes. You're going to come into this and here's what you shouldn't do because it cost me two years or it cost me a hundred grand or whatever it is. You're going to burn resources and time and to, and to have someone that kind of can get you past that is it's crazy how valuable that is, but people really think, Oh, I can do this on my own. And then they fail and they're like, Oh man, you know, like, so having the entrepreneur dad, the entrepreneurial dad, I, I love that. I think that's amazing. So, so, so Frank, um, yeah, here, and here's something I, I'll, I'll draw an analogy to my kids, my real kids. <laughs> okay. And, um, we moved many years ago to, I live in Atlanta, Georgia, we moved to an area in Atlanta, Georgia, where I wanted my kids to have the most, the best opportunity they could have, right? I wanted them to grow up in the very best school and, and, and have access to all the best resources. I didn't have those things growing up, right? I didn't have the very best schools and the very best resources, and I was still able to be successful, right? So people would look and think that, well, well, if you could do that, anyone can do it. I can tell you right now, I'm not normal. You know, in some ways I'm like everyone else, in other ways I'm not, right? I'm an anomaly. And so I look at that and I wanted to give my kids, just like we all do, give our kids every single opportunity to succeed because we realize that they may not be built exactly the way that I am. So how that correlates to the entrepreneurship, it's the same thing. There's many entrepreneurs that are watching this right now and they're like, oh, you know, hey, um, I, you did it, I can do it. Well, I, I'm not normal, right? And if you can learn from the things that I've been through, why wouldn't you? 
why wouldn't you? You know, and and I had the opportunity to learn from some some people as well. But people think that it's optional, Frank. They think that it's optional. Oh, you know, I can learn myself. You can, but like you just talked about, it might cost you $100,000 to learn that lesson. I've been down that road. You've been down that road. So if I can save myself a $100,000 mistake and hire a great coach who's been there and pay them a small fraction of that, that's a good business decision. This is not an option. LeBron James is the very best basketball player in the world. And you know what he does before he goes out on the court? He gets coached. <laughs> he doesn't just step out on the court and say, I'm good. I'm LeBron James. I'm the best in the world. I'm the best you've ever seen. Don't need you. Bye. No. So who are you who's just stepped into the entrepreneurship game to think that you don't need help, that you couldn't benefit from some great mentorship and some great coaching. The importance is to find that coach, to find that mentor who's, who you trust, right? And who has the pedigree and the experience to back that up, right? That's where we go wrong, Frank, is there's a lot of charlatans out there. A lot of people that have read a lot of shit in books. Like you can read in a book and a book is great. A book is going to give you knowledge, but the experience is going to give you wisdom. And when I'm looking for a mentor, the mentors that are in my life, they're experienced. They've been through it. They have wisdom. My, my therapist has been, has been divorced three times, right? <laughs> this is real talk. <laughs> my therapist has been divorced. That's who I want because he gets it. He's been through it. Yeah, you're, you're right. The experience is so, so crucial. And, and we see it, you know, there's somebody who's, you know, they, they want to talk about the journey of entrepreneurship and they've been doing this for eight months. It's like, really? You know, like you haven't even done anything yet. So, but that's a, we can have a conversation about that all day. And, you know, it's just, so when you look at the, because I feel like you've dropped some really great points so far, but when you look at uh, you know, the advice that you give people on a daily basis, whether it's, you know, someone new coming in or someone who's been around for a while. I mean, I've been, like I said, I've been doing this now. I started my first company in 2003. So I've got some experience here, you know, and, but I, I'm always learning. And, and it's funny when I talk to other people who have been, you know, where I've been or, you know, even where I want to, where, where I want to be. And I'm like, man, you're there. How'd you get there? And I, I'm always learning. So what advice would you give someone at some, you know, depending on, you know, where they're at in their stage of career, but just someone coming up um, who, who is really, you know, they got it in them, that they know it's not going to be easy. They're willing to put in the, the drive and the effort and the time and have the patience. What advice would you give that person? So number one, never stop learning, never stop growing, period. Here's what happens. And I, this, is, this is from my own personal experience. You get to the point to where you're at the top of your mountain and you think you know everything. <laughs> and then what happens is life humbles you. Business humbles you. And you realize you don't know as much as you thought you knew. As a guy that is, that is now, you know, 24 years, I just celebrated 24 years as a professional in October and almost 20 years in entrepreneurship. I have learned that as much as, that I, as, much as I do know, there's so much that I don't. And by humbling myself and by really taking a, a, an interest in my, in furthering my education, it's been a game changer. You know, so there's plenty of people that are, that are listening to this or watching this and 
you know, maybe they're new in entrepreneurship, maybe they've got a decade or whatever, and they're looking at guys like you and me, and they're like, oh, God, yeah, that's who I want to be like. These guys, they've, they've achieved this level, they've done it for so long, and I'm here to tell you that there are days when I feel like, oh, my God, this is like, like a newbie, right? But that's how I want to feel. That's how I want, because that, then I know I'm growing. Then I know that, that I'm becoming the best version of myself. This does not stop. Like, there is no top of the mountain. It does not stop. You have to keep learning. You have to keep pushing yourself. You have to keep growing, you know, because technology moves to, at, at lightning speed pace, right? And that does not stop for you. So while you're sitting back and, and, and looking at your, your accomplishments and looking at your mountain and saying, oh, yeah, it's pretty good, pretty awesome. Well, guess what? Technology has already passed you up. <laughs> and now you got to play catch up, right? So whether it's technology or just um, technology, psychology, because I'm, I'm big in the psychology of sales, psychology of entrepreneurship, all those sorts of things. You have to continue to study your craft. Don't ever, uh, and stay humble. Stay, that's something easier said than done. Easier said than done, right? Because when you bust your ass, and, and, and Frank, you know this, when you bust your ass for years and you, you get bloodied nose, your nose bloodied, you get knocked to the ground every day like we do as entrepreneurs, and you got to pick your ass up because, and believe in yourself. Well, here's what happens. Some, eventually, if you do this long enough, all that belief in yourself will translate to some pretty damn good success. Yeah. And then that high, that self-importance and that high level belief coupled with success, ooh, it's dangerous. It's dangerous, right? Uh, and, and, it, and it causes you to, to be, to lose some of that humility. Um, so you got to be humble. You got to focus on that. Make sure, do things that keep you humble, whether it's reaching out like on platforms like this and, and interacting with people who you can help or interacting with people whose success makes your success look like nothing. All, all those are good ways to stay, to stay humble, stay humble, keep learning. Awesome. So um, when you, when you look at you being able to do, because you know, a lot of times, Hey, I, you know, the, the whole, the beauty and the glamorization of entrepreneurship is that you get to do what you love every day. And, and I do, I, you know, and I'm, and you do too. We, we, we get to do what we enjoy and we wouldn't be doing this. Uh, hopefully we wouldn't be doing this. if We didn't have the, the drive and the passion inside of us. Um, so knowing that you are doing, you know, you're, you're a, a fulfilled Ronell, let's just say, um, what do you really love about what you get to do every day? What, what drives you and says, man, this is the fuel. This is why I do this every day. So it's a little different for me, Frank. Like, um, you know, I've spent most of my entrepreneurial career in telecom technology, B2B sales. Is that sexy? Is that, does that get me excited every day? Oh yeah, let's go sell some ethernet circuits. Let's go sell some software as a service. Yes. No. Um, you know, it gets me excited. And the reason I do this, Frank, it's freedom. It's freedom, bro. Like that's, that is what motivates me. That is why I do what I do. That is why I have the different business interests that I have because at the end of the day, all entrepreneurs are out there. Like if you're asking me my opinion, once you get through all your bullshit and you get through, you know, the cars and, and the houses and all that, hopefully you come to the realization that the reason that you're doing this is because you want freedom. You want choice. You want to be able to make the call. You want to be. You want to have the. You want to be able to be there for your your kids' basketball games or, um, 
to at a moment's notice, some one of your kids gets sick, you need to go to the school. Like that's what it's about. Frank, I have never, I've always been there for all, for my kids events. I've coached them through all their sports. I've been like, I, anything they got going on, I'm there and I've been there. So the greatest, my greatest accomplishment and what entrepreneurship has given me, if you were to ask me, has nothing to do with any of the things that I've purchased, has nothing to do with none of that. It's everything to do with being able to be there for the people that I care most about when, when they need me. And, and to be able to do this when it, like you and I having this conversation in the middle of the day and I dictate that no one dictates that for me, that is what it's about. And so that's when I'm talking to my clients out there, that's what I try to bring them back focus to like, Hey, listen, are you working 90 hours a week? What are you doing? Like, yes, my son, my son is 17, Frank. We can bring him in here right now. He's not here. He's at school. But if we did, <laughs> we'd say his name is Langston. Hey, Langston, how much, um, how much money did your dad make last year? Uh, how much money did he make in 2009? How much money to, doesn't matter. He doesn't know. He doesn't care. But you know what he does know? He knows that I was there at all his basketball games. He knows that if he needs me for anything at any time, he call me up and I'm going to be right there. That's what this is about. So my product what I'm marketing, what I'm selling, that shit's secondary. Yes, I'm super passionate about entrepreneurship and, and sales, super passionate. But at the end of the day, my business interests, that's what it, they're about to me. It's not because I love telecom or I love, no, it's because I love the people that are there for me and I love being there for them. Awesome. Great. So um, with that too, because that was great, and I, I feel like, you know, what, you got that freedom, you know, like that's what you got to do. You spend time with your family and, and do things that you enjoy. If you look at something that, you know, you would change. So you do, you see it a lot, whether it's in business and people you deal with, or whether it's corporate or just people personally, what is that one thing that you like, I see this all the time. And if I could change it, this is what I would do. Tell us about that. So Frank, I am a do it guy. So everything that I wanted, I was having a conversation with my parents just yesterday and um, the conversation was like, Hey, if things ended tomorrow, like, how do you feel about your, your accomplishments? How do you feel like, and if it ended tomorrow, Frank, dude, I feel I'm good. I don't want it to end tomorrow, <laughs> but if it did, like I've been a doer my whole life. So to that end, or rather to, to address your question, what would I change? I, I'm not one that sits back and thinks about what I'd like to change. I change it. I go do it. So that's why we created the Business and Bourbon platform. I saw this. I've seen this. It frustrated me a little bit to see this romanticizing of, of entrepreneurship and the way that people are monetizing the, the, the this, well, let me think of the best way to put it, romanticizing this this or uh, monetizing the romantici romanticization. Ooh, if that's not a word, it is now. <laughs> and um, not really preparing entrepreneurs for success, whether it's get rich quick um, schemes, small business schemes, or shitty training, whatever it is. So I said, you know what? We're going to create a platform where we can share the stories, my story, and we can share the stories of other great entrepreneurs like you, Frank, 
to help people to win and help people to succeed. Not because I want to poo-poo your entrepreneurial dreams. I don't want that. I want you to, to go out there and be an entrepreneur, but I want you to, to be very intentional about it and to know exactly what outcomes you, you, you are expecting and to know what it's going to take to achieve those outcomes. And at that point, you can make a real honest decision of, hey, look, this is for me or it isn't. Because it's not for everyone. And that's one of the things that pisses me off, Frank. There's so much shit out there. Go be an entrepreneur. Go quit your job tomorrow. Go do it. Dude, it's not for everyone. And that's okay. Side hustles are dope. If you want to be a side hustle, it's fantastic. What this thing has to be about is it has to be about quality of life, man. What is it that you really want? And for some of us, this is not the path. And that's okay because there's a tremendous amount of stress and other responsibilities that have to that, that come into play. So to answer your question, what I want to see changed is that, and I am on a mission to change it. And we're changing it one live event, one podcast at a time. Great. Yeah. Pull those blinders off. I feel like that's, that's the thing. Like you just alluded to a little bit, people go into it and they see like one thing or they, they watch a Gary V video or yes. uh, Grant Cardone or something. It's like, yes. man, this is it. I'm, I'm going to my job today. I'm going to quit. And then it's like, Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. The bills are piling up. Yep. No sales are coming in. People are telling me no. And, and then reality, you, like you said, you get punched in the face. So yes. yeah, that's and good. And I, and I, I see you doing it and I, and I, and that's why you're here because I want you to be successful at that. I, I see what you're doing all the time and what you're pushing and there's not enough of it. So people like you are really what we need in this industry. Thank um, so you. thank you for that. Um, so, so looking at that, because that's a perfect segue into how I love to wrap this up is you know, where we were five years ago, uh, you and I were talking, you know, and you, you even said it, you know, people weren't entrepreneurs. It wasn't the big word even five years ago. Now it's like, yo, I'm the CEO, you know, you start a company and all of a sudden you're the CEO or whatever you call yourself, you know, where we were five years ago, where we're at right now, where do you think? And with all the stuff that you see, because you get to see a lot, a lot of people you work with, a lot of successful entrepreneurs, a lot of people who failed. Um, where are we going to be in five years? What's that look like? I see us moving even further in that direction. Um, here, here's why. And, and a lot of my entrepreneurs that I coach, I talk to them about outsourced resources, right? So I'll give you a perfect example. One of the companies that I own a couple of years ago, two and a half, three years ago, had another company that structured very much the same, doing the same thing, telecom, technology, B2B, sales and marketing. That company at its largest had about 45, 50 people, right? And fast forward here to 2019, going into 2020, we're doing a lot of the same things, except we're doing it with five people. Right. Because we are leveraging outside resources. We're bringing in freelancers. And so um, it works well for me as a small businessman because I can pay someone based upon the actual work that they do. So one of the things that you that frustrates small business people is that you pay somebody for 40 hours in a week, a week as an employee and then you actually get 15, 10 to 15 hours of good work from them. That's just the way that it works. You know that you accept that. So with the freelance sort of economy and freelancers, I hire freelance freelancer and I pay them for the job, right? And so I pay them for the actual hours that I'm getting. So I get close to 100% productivity instead of 20% productivity for my dollar. 
and I'm willing to pay more for that, right? So what does that mean? It means that all of you guys out there that are doing well in your professions and you're the expert of what it is that you do, you can leverage that into a business and you're going, and, and I'm looking for more people like you. Other businesses and small businesses are looking for more people like you where we can pay you to do that piece that we need and not anything more. And you'll make more for that, right? We will pay a premium for that because instead of paying 40 hours a week at, you know, $40, $40 an hour, I can pay you 10 uh, for 10 hours and pay you 30. That's a win-win, right? So I see us moving more in that direction because um, this is where we're at. When we look at social networking, we look at these platforms, people are establishing personal brands and what are you establishing a brand for? That's, this is what you're establishing it for. It's going to give you a freedom and it's going to give you marketability. So if people are out there establishing their brands, this is the next, this is the evolution of that, right? Now more people in that freelance economy where small businesses and large businesses alike, because I think we're going to see more large companies tapping into this as well, because why not? Again, the numbers make sense. The same way I, how I just uh, outlined that for small businesses, large businesses, it makes even more sense. I'd rather pay you a contract of, that's based upon your productivity and pay you a ton of money than invest, uh, than invest a lot of money into a W-2 employee who may not work out in six months and I've lost a ton on that, right? So I think that's what's, what's going, that's where we're, we're heading. I would encourage people that are professionals, I don't care what the hell it is that you do, but specialize. Specialize, get great at that, continue building your brand. You're going to be able to leverage that into freedom. You're going to be able to leverage that into your own business and you can, you're going to be able to make a shitload of money in that over the next, you know, several years because we're told by economists that we're headed into a recession. It's, it's, it's inevitable. Who knows when, but it's going to happen. What do you think happens when we head into a recession? Well, we're looking for ways to cut costs. We're looking for ways to save money. So bigger companies are going to be looking more for freelancers like that where they can pay on models like I just outlined as opposed to hiring employees. So keep going down that road, people. Be specialist in what you do. Don't generalize. Be specialist. Be focused. And start building that brand right now so you can take advantage of that here over the next couple of years. Great, great advice. Yes. And, and I, I believe it, you know, we, we do it ourselves too. It is, you make a great point. If I can find someone and go try to recruit and hire and it can cost me, you know, sometimes 20, 30 grand just to get a qualified person in here. And then if they don't work out, the cost of retraining is just like crazy. Yep. You know, we do it all the time, but to find that, you know, gig economy person where they're like, listen, you know, they're the specialist, here's what I need done. Here's what it's going to cost me. You, you're both, you both want the end game. I want the best bang for my buck. And the person doing the job is they, they, they're not going to waste time. They want to get their money and move on to the next job or whatever it is, whoever they got lined up next. So it, it, it just makes sense. So yep. I, I totally agree with you there. I think that that's, you know, we're a frequent user of you know, things like Upwork and Freelancer and stuff like that. So that gig economy there, I feel you getting the specialists there uh, and, and really having someone in that niche little area that, of expertise is, is, is so valuable. So really appreciate that. Um, so, so as we wrap this up here, you know, I'm really grateful that you were on and, and dropped some really awesome tips for everyone. Where do we find you? So people will say, hey, man, Ronell, this guy was awesome. I want to get in touch with Ronell or, or I want to look Ronell up or, and get engaged with him. Where do we find you? Where are you at? 
Yeah, the better question is where can't you find me, Frank? I'm everywhere. <laughs> but you can start at ronellrichards.com. Um, ronellrichards.com, that's everything that's Ronell. Obviously, we're, we do a lot of content on LinkedIn. Um, not so we do Instagram stuff. I'm a business dot man is our is my handle on um, on on Instagram. If you want to see see some of my, you want to get into to the stories and see what happens behind the scenes with the fam. That's what's that's what's on there. Um, business and bourbon dot live. Listen, we're building a community with this thing. Business and bourbon dot live. Go onto the website. Go into the forum. Sign up. Become a member. Going into 2020, we've got some really exciting developments with that. So with Business and Bourbon, we're doing the podcast. We're doing our traveling live event. We do a lot of content with that. We've also got working on, we're in pre-development or pre-production for uh, something pretty big. So <laughs> I'll just tease it out there right now. But if you want to be part of that, uh, I've got my, also my development team working on the platform to make it super awesome because what we want to do is we want to build this collaborative um, platform where people can get great advice from people like you and people like me and other people that are on the podcast and we can all learn we can all share we can all grow together um, and that's what we're working towards in 2020 so please go to business and and bourbon dot live go to the forum sign up as a member it's free won't be forever, but it's free now. And that way you'll have access to all this great content and all the great stuff we're going to be doing in 2020. Awesome. Great. Yes. And I can vouch for what you do. I mean, like I said earlier, really appreciate what you're doing. Thank uh, you've you. had some amazing guests on the show and the content that you put out specific, uh, specifically on LinkedIn. You, you, you're always putting out some, some great content. You got your, your fire Fridays and all the yes. cool stuff that sales chump and just the crazy stuff that you do is just really it's so beneficial to anyone who is aspiring to get into business or to, to take that freelancer gig to the, to the next level. Um, so I really appreciate what you're doing. Appreciate you taking some time to be on and, and thank you so much uh, for, for just, just being just someone who's really trying to help people get to the next level. And I genuinely believe that's what you're trying to do. So thank you for that. Frank, thank you so much for the invitation, man. Frankie baby all day. You know, I'm down with the Frankie baby click Frankie baby crew. I'm, I'm down. So thank you again. And it was really a pleasure, dude. Any time I can have the opportunity to sit down with you and have a conversation I'm in, which by the way, Frankie baby on business and bourbon, we're making it happen either here or new Haven, Connecticut. You got to be on the show. 2020 baby, for sure. No doubt. Thanks again, man. I want to thank everyone who took the time out of their day to listen in. If you like the show, please give it a rating. If you or someone you know would be an amazing guest on the show, head over to 5questionswithfrank.com for more information. I'll see you next week.